Welcome to this latest edition of Sean and D's Good Tape. I'm Sean Newell. That's Dennis Brzezinski over there. Hello, Bungo. What's up, D? Uh, same old, same old, Sean. We're trying to get through, you know, another week of life. How are you doing? I'm on vacation, so it's wonderful. So I can't complain too much this week, right now. It, it's been a week for me, and, and we'll find out as we go through these uh, these songs. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm interested to see your mindset. It does not look like it's necessarily a pleasant one, but we'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, before we get started on our playlist this week, which, you know, a a strange playlist and we'll get to it. One that we just kind of threw, we jumbled songs together and they ended up having kind of a strange theme that I wouldn't have guessed by the way that we put it together, but we'll get to that coming up. But first I got to say, we're doing things a little bit differently this week than normal because we have a new, in-home studio, if you will. I decided it would be nice not to always have to stay late and tape this at work. So we pooled our resources and we bought a mixer and um, some microphones and all of that kind of stuff. So if it sounds a little bit different, that's why. But it also makes life a little bit easier and we can um, tape whenever we want. We can maybe even do a few bonus episodes here and there because we've got some more flexibility and I can have alcoholic beverages while we do this along with you. That might be my favorite part of this, but I also understand that you're a family man with two children and a wife, uh, and I live in a hotel, so it it makes my uh, enjoyment of this a little bit better because I know you're you're relaxing and having a good time and not worried about all that other stuff. But I do think this could be a lot of fun. Yeah, having this 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 extra chance to do things. Well, the nice thing is, is if we just are like, Hey, let's do something. And it only is like a 10 or 15 minute or 20 minute show or whatever. We can do that because this will be set up in my basement and we can just hop on whenever we want. So, yeah, we, we, we have a couple of ideas of quick episodes too. So it's going to be fun. And, and, and the upcoming schedule of what we want to do. I'm pretty excited about also, but we'll get into that as we have time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's get into the playlist because we've got a lot of uh, a lot of songs. And uh, also just because we're kind of, you know, floating with some new technology here. So we'll see if uh, things go as smoothly as we would like. But uh, but yeah, I I guess uh, the first song, our Pearl Jam song returns to the top slot this week after a one week absence from leading off. And it's yours. So go ahead. Uh, It's uh, it's Faithful by Pearl Jam off of their uh, uh, album Yield. Faithful misspelled with two L's at the end uh, for a reason. It's a, it's a song about, you know, just everybody believes in something mm-hmm. and you just have to get what it is, you know, like, like there's, it, it, it it's not down in any way of it, of thinking it, it's just saying like, listen, we all believe in something whatever it is gets you through the day let's let's go with it you know and that and that song resonates very powerfully i think with a lot of people because it doesn't matter what you believe in whether you're you know big into christianity you're big into whatever it is that your your belief is i remember having a conversation one day with somebody that i used to work with who was uh who was very very religious but in a more modern way i guess than uh than what you you'd think of a somebody that traditionally goes to church every week and stuff like that. Like he didn't necessarily go to the same church every week. He wanted to go be with different people every week and learn different faiths and denominations and all of that kind of stuff. And one day we were having a conversation and, and I, uh, I said, you know what though? I said, you know, because you believe what you believe that gives you something to look forward to, I suppose, because if you don't believe in anything, you know, and I'm not even just talking religion when I say that, but if you really don't believe in anything, What's the point? No, and, and, and that's exactly the thing. And and it's there has to be a higher power for you. Like people need that. Uh like you said otherwise, or or your friend said otherwise, what's the fucking point? And 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 it, it, this song will play into the theme that I found after you know making this playlist on Sunday. Uh uh you know, you just, you have to realize or have to know that there's some reason out there, some greater good for whatever the fuck it is that you're doing. You know, like if, if, if you don't have it, then, then it, it, it seems hard to figure out mm-hmm. what the point is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Especially in those times when life doesn't necessarily make sense, why things are happening the way that they are. And and again, the theme that's going to roll through this this playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the 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 one the the two things I brought out on this point, and goddamn it, listening back to our play, podcasts, the like you're a professional, and I'm obviously not. <laughs> the stammering I do just drives me insane. But uh, but I think we play well. Anyhow. Among the voices, there's the protagonist, which is described as a scream that echoes and goes infinitely with no one hearing. This line can be interpreted as an affirmation of the inexistence of a man upstairs who can be, in fact, a myth, and people keep sending messages nowhere. Yet the main figure affirms that we all are faithful because we all believe in something. It's powerful. Yeah. We never listen. Voices inside our voices inside so drowned out drowned you are you are you are a furry thing and everything is you me you you me it's all related what's a boy to do just be a darling and i will be too faithful to you that's that that yeah it's it has so many meanings like you can look at this song so many different ways and come come away from it differently Second song on our list was actually a by request song. Um, we last week had somebody listening to us. My friend Kelly from Rotary was um, listening to one of our episodes and said that uh, said that she would like us to get into Beck's Odelay album. And I looked that up. I've, I I like Beck. I'm not a huge Beck fan. I, I wouldn't say, but uh, but I like some of his songs, and I'm sure we'll get to some more of his songs over the course of this. But I picked what was probably, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Dennis. Probably the bigger one of her big one of his bigger hits off of Odelay which is devil's haircut no i think that's right and and you, you skipped over the point that uh your friend kelly from rotary uh also agreed with me that journey is a piece of shit yes uh, regardless i believe she called it butt rock <laughs> butt rock yes yes although you know what's oh, funny that's is, the greatest term ever i'd never heard that before butt rock she, she called it butt rock and but like i like reo and i like sticks and all that stuff uh it's 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 funny that you know, she threw all of those groups into it, but like, I can't explain why journey just pisses me off the way it does. Do you think it's because people revere journey and they're, and not necessarily that they're, that they're not musically talented because I think that they are musically talented. Oh, I mean, I mean, Neil yeah. Schoen's a really good guitar player. Steve Perry's got a great voice, but I he wonder if it's just, he has a great voice. He does. Yes. yes. I wonder if it's just that it's that overrated that everybody puts them in this category that's higher than what they deserve. That makes you so mad. I don't know what it is. And I, 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 their song was used at the end of The Sopranos, obviously. And when that ended, it was just like, what the hell just happened? And that, that always sticks out in the head that that's how The Sopranos ended. Oh, speaking of that. Uh, and sorry, Kelly, we'll get back to Devil's Haircut in a second. But uh, uh, yeah, Richie sent us a note about uh, everything's Zen. Yes. And, and then also brought up the fact that the... Uh, oh, so. Everything's End was the Bush song we could not think of in in that episode. But he also brought up the fact that it must have drove me crazy that it was a Journey song that ended in The Sopranos and everybody else, possibly besides Richie, because of where he was at the time, knew that, yes, that was part of the reason why I hated the end of The Sopranos. But no spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) It's only been 20 years since that show So, devil's haircut. Yeah, devil's haircut. You know, I I can't say that it's like um, one of my uh, more favorite songs that I've ever heard, but it was a song from that album. And actually, on the list, on a Q Magazine list in 2003, ranked it at number 467 in their list of 1,001 best songs ever. That's quite the the accomplishment. (laughs) My other other favorite note that I found was... uh, uh, he guest starred in an episode of the uh, Futurama, and he said, "When I'm ups- and he said to Bender the robot, when I'm upset, I write a song about about it. Like I wrote Devil's Haircut. I was feeling really, really. What's that song about? Like he had no idea. He just fucking got the joke. Looking at the words, it kind of is. I mean, it doesn't no, really make a whole lot of sense. No, 
No, and 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 I think me. And there's only like there's only like three other words in it that aren't devil's haircut in my mind. It's mostly <laughs> him saying "got a devil's haircut" in my mind. There's let me see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines in it that are not that, and there's probably sixteen or twenty <laughs> lines that say "got a devil's haircut" in my mind. Something's wrong because my mind is fading. Ghetto blasting, disintegrating. Come on, son. Rock and roll, know what I'm saying? Everywhere I look, there's a devil in waiting. Got a devil's haircut in my mind. <laughs> Times 10. <laughs> I'm not trying to crap that. on this song. It's not a bad song, but it no, seems like no. we're crapping on it, and I don't think we really are. It's just not. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and there was a, a, something else that I didn't include in the notes where Bob Dylan's got his own like XM channel, and uh, 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 he had a, a theme show one time, and it was about the devil. And he played this song and just Bob Dylan playing this song and being like, Hey, this means something, you know, as Beck is the Scientologist. Yeah, he's a Scientologist. Is he? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. that's sad. No offense to anybody that's listening. That's into Scientology, but that's some messed up stuff. There's just no doubt about it. And, and you know, who else is a Scientologist? Tom Cruise. And he's a weird dude. <laughs> He's a fucked up. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to offend your mom here, but I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so with that in mind, Sean, you have a free pass this week because of the new setup. Mom doesn't have the chance to talk about how disappointed or upset she is with us. So. Yeah. She'll be back next week. I'm sure. Of course. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. just let, let your freak flag fly. Let's, let's, let's be Sean Newell. Speaking of your mom, speaking of your mom, um, she liked one of our Facebook uh, posts earlier today that I had put out there, and I'd like to everybody else to like us on Facebook that's listening, number one, Sean and D's Good Tape on Facebook. But also, I put a post out earlier talking about that next week we're doing an all-request show for the first time, and we want to have people send in what their requests are so we can make a really cool list. And probably, we've already got more than eight, to be honest, and we'll probably stick with like eight or ten, but we can save them for the next one because I think that's going to start becoming a semi-regular feature is doing songs by request. Absolutely. And, 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 and like we talked about this week, we, we've got our friend Ricky, Erica off of Instagram. Uh, my old neighbor, Adam, has got a song. Our friend Steph that we talked about last week. Uh, uh, my friends, Jen and David from, you know, Scotland and France. Uh, you know, we have, we've got a good count, but keep them coming. Yeah. We want request episodes. How great would that be? We're not married to anything, so maybe your request will be better than theirs, and we'll kick theirs out. I mean, you just never know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and we're, we hope to do this for a while, so your request yeah. will come back up at least for two more weeks because we got to get the Beatles episode in, and then we then we'll reevaluate our lives. Yeah, we'll wait until it. we'll wait until Richie fucks everything up <laughs> <laughs> until Homer demands for Richie's ouster, and then we'll exactly. have to reevaluate. Oh, exactly. In Homer. You're listening to this episode. Send us your request. It will be priority number one. I'm gonna guess if I if I were a betting man, I'd say that Homer would go with something off of Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses. Because because if you remember when we used to hang out over at Homer's house, um, and Sharon would uh, you know, be very lovely to us and feed us and you know have alcoholic beverages for us and all of that kind of stuff. That he, when he would uh, start feeling the music, it was usually Guns N' Roses, "Appetite for Destruction." So that's my guess. I, I, we both can find something to talk about with Guns N' Roses, "Appetite for Destruction." So. Absolutely, absolutely. So the next song is yours, but I will say that I think you brought it onto the list because I had mistaken the artist that sang it last week. Yeah, no, it's a bicycle song by Orbit uh, off of their 1997 uh, album, Libido Speedway. It's, there's not a lot to talk about this song. It's so good, though. It's one of those fun songs. It's a great song. It really is the riff to it. The It's not even so much the words or the meaning of the song. It's the instruments being played in the song. It's just really, it just kind of kicks your ass a little bit. I would have loved to see the song performed live. Mm-hmm. Like, like again, it, it it's it's not as uh, you know just made up horseshit like a, a devil's haircut is, but 
you know, like you, there's obviously a meaning to this song mm-hmm. and, 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 and it's fascinating. And, and, and what I got from it, which is what we're, we're going to get to with the next song is, is there some, you know, like guilt and, and like desire and, 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 and like, uh, where's the lyric I want to talk about? Oh, uh, you, you, you talking about this is what I want, mm-hmm. you know, coveting. That's the word I'm looking for coveting, you know, like, like you want, I want what you have, that sort of thing. Like it, it's so good. Uh, we don't have to spend a lot of time on the song because it's, it's, you know, not a lot of people are familiar with it, but, but me, Sean, the two of us, we had so much fun with this goddamn song. Oh yeah, it's a great song. It it really, like I said earlier, it just kind of it just kind of grabs you and just kind of smacks you in the face a little bit when you hear the when you hear the guitar riff and stuff like that in it. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm reading these I'm reading these lyrics and there is a meaning. I just can't quite can't quite put my finger on it exactly because it's like he's got the bicycle and he wants Kelsey to come out and play, so he's got something going on with Kelsey. But I can't I can't quite. I, I, I just can't quite figure out because towards the end, it's like he gets pissed off at Kelsey because Kelsey won't come out and play. <laughs> and well, and he kind of, and he kind of torches her a little bit towards the end. What a pretty bicycle. She said, I want one just like that. Mm-hmm. What a pretty song. He said, talking about Amiri who, who wants him to hear his song. I want one just like that. And, and then with the last part with Kelsey, what a pretty song she said i just i want one just like that and that proceeds i want to take your body tell me it's it's it, it, it's it's a for me the way i listen to the song it's it's a, a kid <laughs> it's a kid uh growing up and thinking he knows exactly what he wants but then finds out that nothing works the way he wants it to yeah yeah it's just it's just it's all over the place like and you know really i when um you put this song on or we were talking about it last week i just always thought of it as kind of a fun song but it's really kind of a downer if you really if you really pay attention to it and this is not unlike a lot of the songs we have talked about and we will continue to talk about yeah uh, including the next song so the next song is kind of go ahead and and say what it is and then i've got to i've got to say something about it it's it's private helicopter Opter by Harvey Danger. Both of these songs uh, uh, we talked about last week. Like I thought, like, like you know, we we talked about the orbit and everything. But but yeah, this song here I remembered me and you driving around with, and 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 you don't recall it that way. No, I, I've never heard this song in my entire life. The only Harvey Danger song that I know is Flagpole Sitta. That's the, that's yeah. the only one that I'm like, Hey, I know, I know that song. And I, I listened to this song the other day, having kind of figured I've heard this song before and just didn't, didn't uh, remember it. But I, if I've heard it before, I really don't remember it because there was not a line or a guitar riff or anything in it that made me go, Oh yeah. I, I remember that from 20 years ago or however long it's been nothing. That's fascinating to me mm-hmm. because I, I almost, and, and I'm an idiot and, it's well documented on this show among other places that that i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about half the time but uh it's i like one of the reasons i thought this song meant so much to me was the connection me and you had with it Hmm. and uh, and and yeah so (laughs) it must be somebody else (laughs) apparently apparently that connection was a lot stronger for you than it was for me Well, and, and that's absolutely possible as, yeah. as we get some Van Halen and Sammy Hager songs. Uh, but it's, it's uh, you know, like Mas Tequila. Like that song doesn't mean a goddamn thing to me. Other well, than- I know you'd rather listen to Nickelback, but that's neither here nor there. So go for it. <laughs> nice. So with that being said, uh, we're going to, this was the song that kind of wraps up the, uh, the theme for me. Uh, uh, I'm on a private helicopter with my favorite ex-girlfriend. Uh, I'm on a private hovercraft with my former best friend. The uh, 
the biggest part of this song. And how many times did you listen to this song, Sean? I listened to it a couple of times. And and I will say, the reason I know I've not heard it before is because if I had heard it, I would have remembered it because I would have liked it. The theme in it is, is a very powerful theme that uh, I think everybody, yes. everybody probably goes through these types of feelings in their life at some point. That's why I think I would have remembered it had I heard it. And... And, and and maybe I just always thought of you and and a particular friend with this song and and particular life situations. But there's the 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 big part in the middle. The uh, uh, it's I reserve the right to hold my grudges. Friends like you, you know the rest. But all told, I hold on to my anger far too long. Until it's a joke, the night is cold. The joke is old and poorly told. And and the listening to the song i think it was monday i think we 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 came up with the songs on sunday and i made the playlist and i sent this to you and uh this week has been a little fucked up uh both work-wise and, and personally uh and i was listening to the song and that that part that i just read was uh you know gave me like a little panic attack like uh and and that's something i i, I suffer with and and that whole part that you know reserve the right to hold my grudges and the favorite ex-girlfriend and the former best friend and i you know it just it, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks like i didn't expect it uh it, it's like going back to faithful and mm-hmm. to uh 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 the bicycle song there's a there's guilt and regret and 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 things like that which is where i think this unintentional theme that we develop came from but uh but like the the song just hit me like a ton of bricks like you know like those nights when you have when you just had a shitty day and you lay in bed trying to fall asleep mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you remember all of the horrible things you've ever done in your life you know whether it's intentional or unintentional but it affected things and 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 like the situations those put you into like it was just it just hit me like a ton of bricks and and it's it's it doesn't happen to me all the time and this song was unexpected, you know, where it puts your, puts me in my headspace in such a dark place. You know, it's just, it's fucked up when it happens, but at the same time, it's one of those great things about music, about songs, great in quotation marks, yeah. you know. <laughs> in theory, <laughs> yeah. In theory, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but, but it, it, it's really magnificent that, that like, out of nowhere, this song that I always just had such, and and again, I always, and I think you, you know, between the two lines, the you know, favorite ex-girlfriend and, and former best friends, you know, like, I, I think you could see where I, I, I got from that, but it, it just like fucked me up considering all the things I've gone through, mm-hmm. you know, that I've put myself through. It's, um, I can totally see that when I, when I, <laughs> when I, not to, not to make light of what you just said, because I oh, think, please, I think, I think, putting, no, okay. I think, I think the way you just put yourself out there for everybody to hear is pretty amazing to be, to be quite honest. That takes, that takes a lot of, um, you, you say you had a, a, a panic attack or anxiety attack or whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. But I think that also shows the inner peace that you probably do have with yourself to be able to put that out there and actually talk about it publicly, <laughs> because if you couldn't talk about it publicly, then it's probably built up inside way too much. Well, and, 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 and yeah, and that's a larger point. And here I am stammering again. It, it's like, fuck, you have to confront this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a prick. I'm an asshole. You know, all of those things. But at the same time, I, at the same time, I know I'm incredibly flawed and I don't, 
I don't understand things or see things the way everybody else sees things. Did you really consider uh, yourself to be a prick and an asshole? Like seriously? Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? I mean, I don't mean to argue with you about your, about your, uh, you know, own view of yourself, but, but okay, let's, let's, uh, if we're going to get deep, let's get deep and let everybody, and we can edit it out if we don't want people to hear it. So, no, no, so, I, um, I, I told you, I told you yeah. last night that, that we might yeah. get deep. So, so, yeah. so I'm going to go back probably, ah, man, 10, 15, maybe 17, 18 years where there would be situations where things would happen amongst our group of friends. And I'm not going to get into names cause there's just no reason to sure. do that. But you know, somebody would dump somebody or somebody would end up going out with somebody else or whatever, you know, just a lot of different situations and, and, and all of that stuff. And in all of those situations, the thing about you was if you did get pissed off at somebody or shut somebody out for a little while or whatever the case may be, you were probably doing it because you were hurt by that situation too. It wasn't because you hated that person or anything like that. And you were always the first person that would show up for somebody else when something bad was, um, was going on. You know, and, and you'd be the first person to support somebody else when something bad was going on. So so to call yourself that, I think is I think is uh, very harsh because you've actually got one of the more more caring hearts of anybody that I've ever been around because you care so deeply for for so many people. So the, the stubbornness of it all uh, irritates me. Uh, but I appreciate yeah, no, it's it's it, it. That's the thing that drives me nuts is it, the fact that I can see the good and I can see what people are, are in their intentions are, mm-hmm. and it drives me insane that it's not coming off the way you know, that they wanted to, mm-hmm. or even in my head, and I don't even know. And uh, yeah. I don't know. Don't be so hard on yourself is, is what I could, what I could say out of that. And so, I mean, in your own personal relationships with the, the ex-girlfriend factors, I mean, I don't even know who all of them are at this point because we don't see each other, you know, as often as we used to, but I'm sure whatever happened happened for a reason. And there was no malice on, on your end if things didn't end the way that they should have or whatever. So. Of course not. And, yeah. and, but it, it, it was, it was crazy how that song hit me. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, again, I also assumed that it was a song that you knew together. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe it was, you know, the the former best friend part uh, of the song that always made me think of you and and a friend of ours that we had uh, that connected you to that song. Oh. I think I know what you're talking about. I think, but I'm yeah. not positive, yeah. but, uh, but you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, you know, with, uh, with stuff like, with stuff like that, I mean, that's, that's, uh, 25 years ago. It just doesn't matter anymore. Something like that. So in, in, in the grand scheme of things, absolutely. Yeah. So what was great. Okay. So this song, you know, who I, song. you know who I bet I, I'm just sitting here thinking that I bet you listen to that song a lot with is if, if I'm guessing and it probably wasn't driving around, but is, is Tom, I bet you money that you and Tom sat in the trailer and listened to that song quite a bit. I just, I just feel like you probably did. That's a possibility. Yeah. And I mean, and there was a lot of alcohol drink in those uh, days, so I can understand where things would get a little hazy on who you were drinking <laughs> with. <laughs> you need to throw a few more swear words in on this episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, that way mom you know, won't throw all the guilt on me about you talking about me drinking too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing it too. I'm not just pointing the finger at you. It's no, just... no, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, yeah mom staring at me oh you want me to you want me to bring this uh down even a further notch than it already is in terms of uh, depressing and stuff so this made me think of the trailer because uh, that's where we all uh had our had our fun i heard the other day that uh that your your neighbor ruth mcdonald passed away about a week oh. or so ago and that was a bummer i mean she had to have been super old to still even be alive but uh though her and her husband bud were two of the nicer people and they put up with all of our crap and couldn't hear or something because they didn't care how loud that music was played they just liked that everybody was having a good time next door and they felt safe like they knew we were protecting them yeah. and we were we would absolutely well, oh we would have if we could that was the question well, <laughs> what time was something happening would probably be the uh probably be the good but, question but it, but it was the sweetest thing in the world that they were like uh, uh 
ah, you're just having a good time. And, yeah. 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 Jesus. So anyway, on that note, anything else about the song that you'd like to uh, talk about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Let's switch. Let's flip to side B. Sean. All right. Let's take a break and uh, we'll be back with uh, side B of this week's edition of Sean and D's Good Tape right after this. All right. Welcome to side B of this week's edition of Sean and D's Good Tape. We got four more songs to go through. I don't know that uh, that um, this next one um, <laughs> was any, anywhere close to what I thought it was about after uh, reading the notes that you came up with, Dennis. But it's Lakini's Juice by uh, by the band Live. It's off their second album, Secret Samadhi, which uh, to me was a much darker album than the first album, which I believe we had a song from a few weeks back. Yeah, it's it's their third album actually. Oh, it is okay. okay. Yeah, I will survive. Was was the song we had the other day? Uh, it, yeah, no. And I was I was always waiting for this song or Freaks from you. Like I knew you would pull these off, and I had this on my list. Uh, yeah, this is a dark song. It is so. It is one thing about it though that really shocks me before we get into like what the song means it says that it was not released as a single in the United States but reached number 35 on the Billboard Hot 100 Airplay chart which is weird because it's the first song that I remember hearing on the radio from this album. Un- not unlike Fastball. Yes. The other like they didn't release it as a standalone single but radio wise they did. Where mm-hmm. You had to buy the record or the CD in order to have this song. Yes. That that's, that's what it was. So and, and that was, I put that in the notes. So to tell a story, cause we like to tell old stories about songs. Um, you heard the song first and you became a little bit obsessed with it. Um, when it very first got, uh, airplay down in the Springfield area. And you were like, I gotta have that album because I love that song. And one day I was driving around. I know that's a shock that I was driving around Franklin and, uh, and WQLZ down in Springfield was doing a B collar number eight to win this CD. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm going to win that CD for Dennis. Completely forgot all about well, that. Yeah. Well, so so I run into Hamilton's. I stopped the car because I was right there at Maine and Wyatt in uh, in Franklin. I ran into Hamilton's and used the phone that was on the desk. You had to be like caller number eight, and I was caller number seven. It sucked. Uh, it sucked so bad. I was so <laughs> close. Uh, there was you won CDs from them, and I I remember you gave me one of them. I can't think of what, what it was. Anyhow, uh, POD, but, I do believe. I gave you the POD CD. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, so, uh, so, uh, fun fact, when, uh, you mentioned Gary Sharon being in Van Halen last week, I do believe. And, uh, I was the winner of the Inhalen Exhalen weekend, uh, giveaway, which was the first album released by, uh, David Lee Roth, Sammy Hagar and Gary Sharon and won that garbage album Van Halen three from WQLZ as part of the Inhalen Exhalen weekend. I do remember that. I yes. do remember that. I was super excited at the time, and then I heard the album and realized, eh, it's not, nothing to be too excited about after all. More than words cannot explain <laughs> how bad that album is. <laughs> so anyhow, this song, McKinney's Juice. This was, okay, so we talked about the other day, about or the other show, about a, uh, the overproduction, you know, from Matchbox 20 to... Mm-hmm. Uh, their first to second album this album is no different however they did it much darker which is more in 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 line with what we were feeling at the time in 1990 much much darker yes yes and uh uh but it's right on the nose with the uh the theme that's been building up on this on this show is is guilt and remorse and 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 uh and coveting and, and all that shit. It's it's you know it it's 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 obviously something about like he feels guilty about the way something went down. And and it's 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 amazing. It's just it's and again, going back to what we talked about with some of these darker fucking songs that we mm-hmm. we've talked about, it's so much fun to sing. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. A fucking song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and and you mentioned freaks too. That's kind of a, along the same lines. That song, that song is very freaky, if you will. And uh, yeah, and it fits kind of in with Lakini's Juice in terms of just being a crazy weird album. Well, that that uh, that freaks on on that song. Before we talk about the song a little more, 
part, but what was the one line that you liked about that song? Oh man, it was something uh, something that Dee's mom wouldn't approve of, so I can't do it. Well, I, she's I just not can't do officially it. on this show, so <laughs> let's 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 go ahead and. You little effer, I do believe is is uh, what they said. <laughs> it was an evening I shared with the sun to find out where we belonged. From the earliest of days, we were dancing in the shadows. Uh, this is about the darker side of love, obsession. The lyrics have a dark undertone to them, and they seem to speak of how, as humans, we have certain wants and needs that sometimes, in order to fulfill, we will go directly against what we have been taught. Again, that's the theme that we're we're running into. Yeah, it's a really good song, though. <laughs> despite oh, it's its, despite its darkness and stuff, you know, it's it's a really good song, and also a really kick-ass guitar riff. So, you know, oh, just, yeah. you know, it, it just, uh, yeah, it's really, really good. I wish we could um, play songs on here, but this is where I would remind everybody again, as we get ready, once we say, hey, this is the next song, or you've got the playlist, pause us, play the song, come back and hear what we have to say about it, and then comment to us on either Instagram or Facebook about what you thought of that song. It's perfect. That's a great that's a great point, and we fail to do this sometimes. It's, it's Instagram, it's Sean.Andy's, you know, Dots in between everything spelled out. Uh, Spotify, Sean and D's good tape. I put the playlists up several days before they they come up, and 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 you can find them on Instagram. Sean puts them up on Facebook. You can find them, you know, when you connect to uh, iTunes or, or Spotify, you know, for the shows themselves. Like the playlists are there, so please listen to them and and give us all the feedback you want. We yeah. love it. We love it. Yeah, we've gotten some good feedback. I, the Instagram page is popping. You're doing a good job with it. People pay attention, so that's good. Yeah, and and, and Facebook apparently too uh, is 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 a great resource for us. And and we'll find you know next week we're doing the request show, and again, Instagram, Sean and D's good tape at gmail dot com, uh, all spelled out. Sean is S H A U N A N D D S. G O O D T A P dot at gmail.com. Like just send us, <laughs> just send us requests. We're going to do eight to 10 songs and yeah. we'd love to hear from you. I'm super excited request show next week. I'm really excited about. And then the week after uh, Richie rejoins us and we're going to do an entire Beatles episode. So that'll be fun. Have we confirmed that with Richie yet? <laughs> Richie's on our timeline. If Richie can't do it, then Richie's out. It's not our problem. So if Richie can't do it, we'll get Homer. We'll get Homer. <laughs> and if Homer and can't do it, if Homer can't do it, then I don't know. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll see. If Homer can't do it, then then we'll yeah. But yeah, but I'm sure Homer and Jeremy will will have her back. Yeah. <laughs> Richie bails. Do you think Homer actually knows what Zoom is? I'm barely certain that homer knows what a fucking podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> i love the man with all of my heart <laughs> but all he knows is he me think, you talk he about him he thinks once a week. he thinks we're on the other side of the wall <laughs> <laughs> he's like well i can hear him why is he sitting here on the couch with me oh my gosh <laughs> sorry homer <laughs> Oh my god, Homer. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hope you laugh at that. Oh man. Next song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do Kid Rock. I don't give a shit. Homer. Oh, these shows these shows take weird turns at times. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. So the next song was actually kind of a a last minute selection by me because I wanted to get the red hot chili peppers on the show. They had not been represented yet. And uh, it just seemed that they should I be. So I originally had a couple of other ones and then I, I settled on by the way, which was the, which was the title track from the album that this is on. And then I was listening to it and I was like, well, I don't know. I just could, I just couldn't settle on it. So I listened to the Zephyr song and I was like, man, that's got a nice little kind of uh after Lakini's juice, a little bit more of a mellow vibe to it. And I thought it was a, a good selection to kind of balance things out just a little bit. So I went with the Zephyr song. And little did you know, Sean, that this song is probably actually written about Anthony Kiedis trying to get his girlfriend at the time to do heroin or cocaine with him and fly along on the Zephyr with him, a light gust of wind. 
Well, Dennis, I did not know that, or I probably wouldn't have necessarily chosen this song. <laughs> it just got, it just had a nice vibe. It was just like, oh, fly away on my Zephyr, you know? But, but yeah, okay. Interesting. It's, it, it's not one of my favorite Chili Pepper songs, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and it, it apparently, you know, from the notes I gave you, it's, uh, it's not a lot of people's favorites because it broke the, their streak of, uh, singles mm-hmm. at, at, at number one. Uh, what I can say about this song, though, is that this is one of those songs that make uh, you miss John Frusciante in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like they had the, that two album stretch with mm-hmm. Klinghoffer. And, uh, and, and regardless of how you feel about the song or the lyrics or any of that stuff, you can tell that they clicked, clicked. Chad Smith, Lee, and John Frusciante just had magic with them and and this song regardless of how you feel about it or, or or some of their other songs like you can totally get it you totally see it mm-hmm. it's a it's got a nice vibe to it that's why i picked yeah. it it's nothing really nothing really more than that so yeah yeah no absolutely but again it it accidentally played into the theme of guilt and regret and 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 uh you know, well, from the internet, you know, view guilt and regret, like, like, come on, let's just do this together. And, and you can be just like me, you know? Yeah. So the next song, I, what I'm really curious to hear you ex- or not curious, but I'm interested to hear you talk about the meaning behind it because I did not know the meaning behind it. And that ties in really well with, uh, with our first selection of the day. It's Wood, question mark, by Alice in Chains. And this is my in favorite Alice in Chains song of all time. And and I had, honestly, Sean, I had no idea that this was what this song was about. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, 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 you know, I can, this was off of that album Dirt that, that we've talked about. I think we've had Rooster on the show. And, uh, uh, you know, there was a lot of talk about you know, the addiction issues and everything uh, with that album, which just made it so personal. But this song was written by Jerry Cantrell, who had his own struggles, uh, but it was actually written about Andrew Wood, the lead singer of Mother Love Bone. And 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 it, it, it makes so much sense once you once you realize that you know, you listen, you listen to the song and you hear it and you're like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, I get it. This is our friend who overdosed way too young, who should have been bigger than all of us. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I mean, and, and then with that happening to Andrew Wood and what would happen in the future with, uh, with Lane Staley, obviously, you know, it just, the, the connection there is crazy. And then you think about Andrew Wood, if that wouldn't have happened and they would have been successful as mother love bone. What about Pearl jam? And I mean, there's just so many wood moments, you know I mean? What yeah. would have happened? You know, it's just, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's if a I song. could, would you, if yeah. I could, would you? Yeah. yeah. But again, going back to the theme, it's regret, loss, guilt, you know, uh, uh, what the fuck am I still doing here doing all this shit and and this and and it, it's not the way it's supposed to be mm-hmm. no it, it's huge uh, it, 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 and, and the fact that the Seattle bands were so close like Chris Cornell who's no longer with us mm-hmm. Lane Staley no longer with us Kurt Cobain who's no longer with us Andrew Wood who's no longer with us it, it's just uh, am I wrong have I run too far to get home? Have I gone and left you here alone? Like, holy shit. That's. Yeah. I know everybody. I know everybody said this after, um, after Chris Cornell passed away a few years ago, but you know, really (laughs) Eddie Vedder is like a, is like somebody to really, really um, uh, appreciate at this point that they're still around and still making good music and, and all of that kind of stuff. Pearl jam just as a band um, to appreciate because they're really kind of the last of their kind at this point for the most part. Yeah. And, and, and it, it to represent them, 
mm-hmm. you know, as as it was as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 remarkable that they're still doing that. Have you seen? Speaking of Pearl Jam, I'm going to get off on a little tangent here before we go into our next song. But uh, I love Uvin McCarty. Forty-eight minutes, which is not even close to being as long as last week. So, oh no, absolutely, we're going to come in under last week, so that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and we didn't talk about sports at all, even though it was probably because the Cardinals are you know coronavirus. But uh, it the uh, uh, a few weeks ago, Pearl Jam did a uh, virtual performance of Dance of Clairvoyance. Uh, on uh, all in, uh, you can find it on YouTube and everything, and uh, it's so good. And he, they actually had Josh Klinghoffer from, you know, formerly of the Chili Peppers, mm. you know, playing with them because he was supposed to open up for him on the tour. Okay, it's so fucking good. You remember when we couldn't get tickets for the St. Louis show and we were really bummed out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, didn't matter. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All right. Am I wrong? Have I run too far to get home? Yeah, no, I, I, I was surprised to find that that song was about Andrew Wood. Uh, it makes all the sense in the world, you know, given the title uh, and listening to it, you know, like we have with a lot of these songs that we mm-hmm. put out, uh, uh, we've talked about on these on this podcast is uh, like, oh, shit. <laughs> He's all the sense in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, Mom. Uh, <laughs> I I miss having her as part of the show this week. It just doesn't seem right. She'll be back next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the no, final, it's... so the final song that we've got to go was uh, our my Sammy Hagar pick for the week, and it actually fit really well, right, with all these other songs. And I didn't didn't expect it to because I went with a when I went with kind of a B side that you wouldn't necessarily uh, expect or have ever heard of. And this comes from the Van Halen Balance album, which was the last album, full length album at least that Sammy did with Van Halen. Came out in 1995, and this song is called "Take Me Back Deja Vu." And um, you know what? It's funny. I hadn't heard this song in many, many years. And when I listened to it the other day, it actually took on an entirely different meaning to me than probably the last time I'd heard it a really long time ago. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, 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 and have, having done these shows now, this is uh, the eighth episode. You know, I, I, I can absolutely believe that. Like you would listen to the song with completely new ears now. Yeah. When I very first heard it, like in 1995 or 1996 or whenever it was that I would have heard it for the first time, I remember thinking, oh, it's a song about a guy who really wants his ex-wife or ex-girlfriend or whatever back. And, you know, just, you know, take me back, let me back into your life and all that stuff. But now I took it actually when I listened to it as a song of kind of like what you were talking about when we were talking about the Harvey Danger song, you know, you're just kind of, sitting one night laying in bed one night or whatever and you're kind of going through your life and you're like man that really takes me back to a to a time and place that I was you know not necessarily that you want to go back to but something that made me super happy at the time and good memories and all of that stuff and it's like deja vu that you're kind of living this again in your head and I I like this meaning of it a lot more than the meaning that I took you know 20 years ago or 25 years ago oh and and that's and that's what we found what we have found about a lot of these songs is, is in this song, especially it was fucked up. You know, when I, the first time I listened to it, it's like, Oh, this is one of those bullshit Sammy Hagar Van Halen songs that I don't give a shit about. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to it three or four times. And then I hear a line of like, we had a love so hard to find. It was so full of life. So free mm-hmm. and easy. Another place, another time. Like, like the way he sings it, it makes you just, Oh, this is a love song. But when you stop and think about it, it's like, oh, no, he's lamenting something. Yeah, like he is. Missing something. Well, and to go on with the lyrics, um, the it, it, you know, another place, another time. And then it says, take me back. I want to be there with you. It happened just like that. Slip in a dream or two. Come on, take me back. Oh, deja vu. That's where it made me think, oh, wait, this is somebody that's dreaming of a of a past life or maybe maybe even a future life that he wants, that he feels like he used to have or something like that. But the, the meaning of it was much deeper than than I, I truly remembered it. And it's incredibly possible 
that Sammy Hagar just wrote this song, you know, drinking his Moss tequila, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere and just being like, oh, fuck it. You know, like the beginning oh. of the song. He was totally sitting on a beach in Hawaii when he wrote this song. There's no doubt in my mind. Or or, yeah. or Mexico. Yeah, one of the two. He's got a yeah. home in both places, so <laughs> good on him. <laughs> but the little chimes or whatever. But uh, but like, you know, so I had that little episode with uh, the Harvey Danger song. Mm-hmm. And then and then this song, you know, like I, I listened to these playlists, you know, six, seven, eight times. And the first time I heard the song, I just completely dismissed it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then second time I was like, okay, well now there, there's something to it. Like the musicianship of Van Halen is impressive. And of course, Sammy Hagar can sing. And then, and then once I started seeing the theme and I heard this song and, and uh, some call it fate, some superstition, some call it luck. It's all the same. Just one of the mysteries of creation, something you feel, but can't explain it all fucking plays back to the same thing the Mm -hmm. same concept like this is life you deal with it one way or the other it's going to give you shit and you either take it and give it back or you take it and and just fucking roll in you know into your corner it's fucked up but but it fit so perfectly. It did. Some may call it fate that all these songs got picked on the same week because boy, this was uh this was quite the uh roller coaster of a theme, no doubt about it. So yeah. Very yeah. interesting. So yeah. But it's a good song. I, I would I would suggest to check all of these songs out. I can't say that there's a bad song in the batch. They were all uh they were all um good songs and they've got interesting meanings to all of them, no doubt about it, except for maybe Devil's Haircut. Let's let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Kelly, yeah. we're sorry. Yeah. It's but we'll make it up. We'll, we'll make it up to you next week because I believe she had a she had a request for um Beastie Boys. So we'll look into that. I think you were looking into a Beastie Boys song to possibly put on the list for next week. Yeah. Let let me know if she approved because that's my favorite Beastie Boys song. It is a good song and I I don't want to give it away, but it is certainly yeah, yeah, a good song. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's it. You got anything else for the week, D? No, I'm gonna crawl into bed and uh myself to sleep (laughs) (laughs) all right we're done for the week we'll be back next week here on sean and d's good tape